0: Good afternoon and you're very welcome to today's edition of What Matters Near FM's topical current affairs programme. My name is Jared Ledden and today we're going to take a look at the situation vis-a-vis the newly imposed water charges. We will be talking to those who are opposed to the charges and we also have a spokesperson from Irish Water giving their side of this particularly uh, topical debate. Okay, but first... We're going to start with some music, and it's Oasis, and don't look back in anger. Shoni ni water charges, the new water charges which have been introduced by the government that came into effect on the 1st of October. Water isn't free, it has to be paid for. Why are you objecting to paying for what is just basically a public ut- utility?
1: Hi, how are you doing, Jerry? Gerry? Um, yeah, as you were saying, we're at a meeting here for the Anti-Austerity Alliance, um, it's uh, our campaign, We Won't Pay the Water Charges. And as you can see already, there's hundreds of people and it hasn't even started yet. Um, why are we against the water charges? Okay, well, I suppose, first of all, there's a few points to make about that. Uh, first of all, we're being told that there's a recovery on one hand. Um, and obviously, if we're saying if there's a recovery, then ordinary people need to start seeing it um on one hand we're being told things are getting better and on the other hand basically again we're being hit with bills that are going to probably exceed at least 500 euros for a for um sort of person family um so there's a few points i mean the, the government was trying to make out that it was a conservation matter we're Saying that it's absolutely not 41, more than 41% uh, of the water is lost in leaky pipes around the country. So why would it not obviously be better to put money uh, to invest money in fixing pipes like that? Um, so what we're asking people to do basically is uh, we're asking for non-payment. The bills are going to drop in January. Um, we want non-payment and to put pressure, political pressure on the government and already weakened government. Uh, pressure on them to basically abolish them.
0: Shorny, would you believe that, uh, or do you agree that, I mean, we're still 18 months out from an election, that in 18 months' time, this is going to be forgotten about, people will just start paying them, people will forget about this, it'll just be another straw on a camel's back.
1: No, and I think it's very clear, you saw there in the local elections, um, people voted against austerity, that was a very clear sign that people were voting against austerity, that they've had enough They can't afford to pay any more. So, I mean, uh, there's a a whole group of people that actually can't afford it. So we won't pay it, we can't pay it, um, you know, so.
0: Irish Water would say that they will be taking a very lenient view of those who can genuinely not afford it. They actually said on the news news tonight that, um, you know, cutting off, reducing pressure, cutting off people's water will be a very, very, very last resort.
1: Well, I certainly hope so. Um, Unfortunately, I think uh, the Irish public have been told so many lies at this stage by sort of the government. I mean, I think at one stage Fianna Fáil and De Kenny, we all remember the property tax, and he was against taxing anybody's home. That was, you know, the minute he got into government, that was the end of that. Um, So, uh, no, I don't think, you know, I think sort of any allowances that they're saying now that they're going to give out, I think, are will be taken away quite rapidly.
0: Do you feel that water as a commodity a commodity, should be nationalised, should be sold perhaps, maybe get some money back into, nat- into the checker?
1: Um Well, what we're saying as well is we're actually paying for a water service already through our income tax and the universal social charge. So it's not that we're not paying for water. There is money available there for the water service. Um, so it's, it, it's a form of double taxation that's going on.
0: What are you actually advising, advising people to do?
1: What we're advising people to do is, first of all, take absolutely no notice of the forms. Um, in January, when the bills fall, we want people just absolutely to not pay. So we're calling for an absolute boycott um, on the water bills. We're hoping this will put uh, political pressure on the government. As you said yourself, there's a general election coming up in a year and a half. Um, and, you know, different parties are looking to get into government. Um, so this make this a hot topic, like the local elections. Give them a clear signal. Uh, by not filling out your form, by not paying that it's not acceptable and, and they won't be voted into government.
0: Shoney, will you be p- paying the, your own water service bill?
1: I certainly will not.
0: If it goes to court, will you go to jail?
1: If it came to it, I certainly would.
0: Shoney Nee Hevon of our anti austerity alliance. Thank you very, very much for that.
1: Thanks. Thanks.
0: Councillor John Loftus, your uh, Limerick councillor, You are a member of the Anti-Austerity Alliance. You were elected last May, I'm assuming. Had you been a councillor before that? Oh, never
2: at all. Never dreamed of actually being a politician. Were you
0: elected just on an anti-austerity platform?
2: I'd say mostly because, uh, number one, it's the the highlight now. Like tonight's uh, meeting is is water is is on everybody's lips. This is the, the most severe austerity measure this government has brought in now. But in 18 months'
0: time, when we're coming up to the next general election and people f- and the government parties, Fine Gael and Labour, are on the doorsteps canvassing, are people going to have forgotten about this? 18 months is a very long time in, in politics. Are you joking? <laughs> Especially with a giveaway budget, which is just yeah. round the corner.
2: Uh, I don't see there's a, They've been already told there's another 25 million. A euros of a cuts they've been told by the European Central Bank so this is what they have to stick to personally I'm from Scotland so I was a campaign back again in the 80s against the poll tax took us four years to get rid of the poll tax but we did it because we, we did a mass non-payment but well, we, that was in the days before uh, Angela Merkel you know, I mean,
0: there wasn't uh, such a tight control on, on European purse strings in those days we had
2: Margaret Thatcher. And we, 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 we defeated Margaret Thatcher, and Margaret Thatcher stepped down after her defeat in the poll tax.
0: Okay, Irish Water would say, um, the former Dublin uh, city manager, who is now chief executive of Irish Water, would say, water is a commodity. It's like electricity, it's like the petrol you put in your car, it's like
2: the groceries you buy. It is a commodity, it has to be paid for. We already pay for it. When when rates were abolished back in 1996, they increased the road tax by 3%, they increased VAT by 2%. That was to pay for the water. And for it is John Tierney who is a total incompetent as far as I can see. He was behind the pool bag. Well, we are, I have to look, I have to say,
0: John Tierney has been appointed by you as know the the
2: man is an incompetent, he's got no record to actually be on the board of anything. He was sent to go, the, the European Union have actually asked him to come before an audit commission to to show what happened with the, the incinerator and the pool bag. And also they've never heard any figures and it's a disgrace. And then he was appointed in a position Total cronyism, which is becoming right to the fore now, with Enda Kenny, with, with not just Enda Kenny. You look look back at the Fianna Fáil, the cronyism, and the people who all got there, and whatever they do, but, but he I, should I, never be appointed. Nobody in, in Irish Water has actually applied for a job; they've all been appointed. Every but that's what I was going to
0: ask you, John. Um, do I have no. I, I, again, I have to defend John Tierney here, in that I'm sure the the Board of Irish Water would say that he's a, a very, very distinguished public service but that's his opinion you're entitled to yours um, there have been quite a, a lot of allegations made on cronyism, cronyism in, with particular regard to Irish water would you have a view, a view on that?
2: Well if you just look at the Irish water there's, there are more than 20 people in Irish water earning over 100000 a year plus expenses plus cars, Tierney himself is over 200000 a year and what, what, while doing nothing, like creating Irish Water, they spent 90 million on the fees and how to create a, uh, a system that already existed in the first place. And, and, and comparable to other countries where they've done a similar with the privatised water, it cost half the money. And it's, it just seems a total farce, a total abuse of the, the money. The, the, the property tax that everyone had to pay last year all went to pay, pay for and set up Irish water and for installing metres. Mm. So that is where the joke, and the, the, you know, they think the Irish people are stupid... Arithmetic's a simple thing.
0: There are a lot of commentators are making the comments that this is just a prelude to the privatization of the Irish water industry, that in four to five years when Irish water gets direct together and get meters installed and fix leaks that are in the pipes, that the government will have this asset that'll be sold off to the highest bidder. Would you think that might be a possibility?
2: I think it's a certainty. Any, any asset they have, because because of the debts ran up by the bankers and the property developers, and the, the sham that actually with this brought this country to its knees financially, they're, they're already going. Bord Gosh is going to be sold off, and so Bord Gosh is already the controlling factor in Irish water, and so therefore Irish water is going to be sold off down the line. And you just see that it's, you're saying they they take it's a commodity, water is an essential for life, not a commodity. Uh, the anti-broadened the, the discussion a
0: tiny bit. The anti-austerity alliance. You were quite successful in the local elections. Um, would that be fo- followed through? Perhaps with a more in a more national context for the next general elections. Well, for example, so. would, you, would you consider running yourself?
2: Uh, I don't know by myself because running running for the council was hard enough, you know, and affected my health, my mind, and everything else. But you know, there was. It was great to see the people and actually talking to people in this country. Talking to people in Limerick. I've lived in Limerick now for 14 years and I feel part of this city. Mm-hmm. My parents are Irish and so I am Irish through and through. But we see what we have we We've got councillors. We're running a councillor in, a, in a October, a, the 10th by-election in Tallit, Paul Murphy, and we're hoping we'll get success. You know, Paul Murphy, the former MEP? The MAP. former MEP. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's been part of the Anti-Austerity Alliance. And uh, of course, we're going to actually look to in the next election to run people uh, for the general election.
0: Um bring back to maybe, maybe more recent things. Did
2: you vote? Would you have voted yes or no in your homeland? I would have voted yes, absolutely. absolutely. Why? Can I ask you why? I know why? it's nothing to do with water. Now, but just, just Scotland could be one of the wealthiest countries in the world. It could be the. Uh, my belief is that we, we have a Tory government controlling our country. We have one Tory MP right now. And actually, since it's arisen, since the the referendum, lies more austerity cuts. And austerity cuts, if you find out and look at the history of uh, British politics, hit Scotland before they hit everywhere else.
0: John, and just another final question for you, sorry. Again, I'll just wait for the applause to die down. Um, The Anti-Austerity Alliance and colleagues of yours and councils, uh, your anti-austerity... Lands councillors all over the country. Are you just one trick ponies? Do you get involved in other issues outside of austerity? Outside, for example, do you get involved in in parks, gardening, refit the other problems that are facing people?
2: Well, of course, the
0: other we issues that are, are on. Of the
2: Most of my time is like I was unemployed before I became a councillor, so I probably spend more time as being a councillor addressing housing issues. Sewage issues. You know, many people ask me to look into their sewage problems, which isn't always the greatest thing. But that's what I have to do. People ask me uh, roads problems. There's there's a a myriad of uh, problems that actually people are actually normal people. In poverty is one of the, the worst, the greatest things. But then
0: they would say to you, as, new, uh, as a new councillor, as a sitting councillor, you would be on a salary, or you would take home about €25,000 a year with telephone allowances,
2: travel oh, allowances. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So tra- travel allowances. Okay, can uh, I tell you a fact? I'll, yeah. tell, you, I'll tell you a fact. I'm unemployed, right? I was unemployed. Well, you're not. You're employed no, no. I was no. I was unemployed. No, they're classifying me as self-employed. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, the, the Social Welfare Department, have classified me as self-employed, which I'm inviting right at this moment. My wife, who was on a TUS program, a, a community service mm-hmm. program, which she earned 208 euros a year. I get 209, now now that's finished her TUS program, I now get 296 euros a week which is less than what I would get if I was unemployed with my wife. And I don't get housing allowance and I don't get a, a, a medical card. So who's telling me about the money you get? I do get expenses, but that goes in what I have to do. No,
0: okay. uh, Councillor John Loftus of the anti austerity Alliance, thank you very, very much for taking time to talk to us. OK, thank you very much. you. Mary Holman. Um, Mary, what's wrong with paying for water? I mean, water is a commodity we all need it. We all use it. It has to be delivered. It has to be fluorinated, chlorinated, pumped, and arrives out in you know, pours from your tap into your glass.
3: Well, aren't we paying for it already? Through aren't isn't this a second tax? Number one, and firstly, to my knowledge, water is a human right. And I mean, I'm not a very political person. I'm not overtly political. I do have opinions. I'm highly opinionated, but I would say that I'm um, more of a person who who's interested in human dignity and um, I was listening today or rather I was looking on the paper a woman has has brought them to court um, because she has Crohn's disease and she's only one of a number of people who depend solely on water as a, a means of survival and she's said she's going to have to make a decision because of her low income or her low, uh, the the amount of money that she has. She's going to have to make a decision between food or water. That should not happen in a country that that could sell water. You know, I can understand that in drought ridden countries um, where you have to um, supply water um, regularly I can un- understand um, a system but like But
0: Irish it. water would say it's not the water you're paying for, it's the delivery and, and the cleaning of it and the, the manufacturing of it and the adding of the chemicals and I the think pumping
3: my, I think my and m- the,
0: the electricity that goes to powering the pumps. Yeah,
3: well I, I get that, I get all of that but I think wh- where I have a huge problem is number one, we're being forced to take Irish water. If somebody comes to my door and says um, uh, we're, we're a telephone company and we're we're selling you a telephone I can turn around and say to them sorry I'm happy with the provider that I already have
0: or decide not to have a telephone or decide
3: not to have it in my case I don't have a house phone I have a mobile phone but I can make that choice and it's an intelligent choice I'm not given that choice with Irish, Irish water I'm, one I'm told you have to have it Two, I'm told, even if you don't have it, you're still going to pay Irish water. That's like saying, oh, you know, you don't have a television, but you're still going to pay for a television. It just it just beggars belief. Um, it, it, it just... I just can't understand that. And secondly... Um, why do I, I have to give my PPS number to a company that may sell the company down a lo, uh, along the line? I'm
0: going to stop you there. Is, is that going to happen? Do you think that in four or five years' time, when when Irish Water gets out together and fixes the leaks and f- puts in the meters and gets things up and running, that the government will decide to sell off this asset to Dennis but or it's,
3: it, it's very, very possible. I mean, it's not within um, the realms of um, impossibility, really. I mean, m- uh, with a private company, with any private company, um, there's always the potential that they can up sticks and leave when things don't suit them. And then uh, we're left. And secondly, with regards to what you said about the... Um, uh, about leakages and things like that. Um, to my knowledge, um, and that's why I'm here today, if a leak happens outside my door, I'm responsible, uh, as much respons- or partially responsible for the payment of the rep- repair of that leak as Irish Water is. For a, 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 a metre, I didn't request to be in there.
0: No, they, Irish Water, I think, have issued a statement saying that they will, you know, initially fix...
3: First, oh, but initially, yeah. but after that, I mean, there's. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm he- held responsible for something I never put in, and the the state of the pipes that are there anyway now, they should have been all sorted out before they. No, I know.
0: In a, in a lot of the situations, especially recently, and during the, bin, the recent um, building boom, you know construction standards became very shoddy Mm -hmm. and a lot of pipes weren't buried deep enough Mm -hmm. and then during harsh winters there have been problems so there may possibly be problems in connection with putting in these water meters so close Mm -hmm. to the surface Mm -hmm. You know that that they're not going to be buried deep enough to withstand frost. Mm -hmm. Any views on that?
3: no I just i just as I said I just think that piping the piping should all have been uh, secured and ensured that there's no leakages how do we know that there aren't leakages already in the system somewhere and every leak is going to reflect on our meters and it, it, the, the expenses will go it will mount constantly with with every um, the expenses will mount constantly with every um uh, person that that uh, there was somebody coming there wasn 't there, um, but every expense uh, when the meters um, leak it 's the person the householder that 's going to be paying for the leakage
0: um, Mary, you, during your talk there to, to, to the audience, you mentioned the situation you have a uh, run in you have with the guardie. Can you go back on that for the sake of our listeners?
3: Well, I have to say it was a, it was a positive run in with the Guardie. They were actually very nice. Um, uh, Now, that week, my own dog had been attacked by a pit bull in the neighborhood, and it had taken them six hours to come to my house for my dog, but it only took them about an hour and a half, two hours to come when uh, there was a, gen- a protest, a peaceful protest out- outside our own area, which I thought was remarkably quick and efficient of them. But they were very nice, it has to be said. One of them did say to me when she took my name and address, um, she she was, as I say, very pleasant in that, and she said, you know, you can go to prison for this. And I said, well, you know, I don't mind. Bring it on, I said, because at least in prison I'll get... Uh, I'll, I'll have to, I won't have to pay for my water.
0: Do you think people will actually end up behind bars for this?
3: I think they'll try in the very beginning. I don't think they'll succeed very long because if people can stand together in solidarity... Which Th-
0: is that's my next question. Sorry for being so rude there okay? to interrupt you, but do you think people will stand together? I mean, people are going to pay their bills. So A lot of people will just budget for this and just pay it. So, you know, will the, the old adage of divide and conquer work to Irish water's advantage?
3: I think a lot lot of people will pay it, and I know of people who have said that they will pay it because they're afraid because of all the spin that's going on and the the mixed... Um, information that's going out there about what they are and what they're not entitled to. Um, however, there I do think that there will be a large majority of people who will stand in solidarity if people start getting the proper messages of what they are and what they're not entitled to. Yes, the, uh, s- uh, solidarity wins overall. It, ha- it, it worked in Poland with Lech Walesa and not a very big group of people that managed to actually Work wonders in Poland, why can't it work here? If people stay together and say, yes, it's going to be difficult for us, but we're all together on this, none of us are going to pay it, then, um, you know, they can't can't, um, take it at source. From my knowledge, they can't take it at source like they could with with any of the other taxes. But what I object to is being told I've got to get my water from Irish Water, and that's it. And even if I don't choose to get water from Irish Water, I'm still going to be paying them for the privilege of not getting water from them.
0: Now, you mentioned there that they can't take the payment at source, but, I mean, it's only a hop, step and a jump from taking it from people's social insurance or taking it from their PAYE.
3: Well, then, I'm afraid I think the country is is heading for civil war because I think, you know, this is one step too far. I, um, there are people on um, on disability and people on social welfare who are already paying a great percentage of their money out and they 're paying incidentally a similar amount to multimillionaires and millionaires there's no there's no um uh, morality in that i mean how can somebody how can a millionaire pay the same amount of water rates or for their for a house as Joe Soap down the road you know there's nothing at this stage now they should be at the stage where they're talking they're talking to the very rich in in Irish society and uh, taxing them accordingly
0: Mary um, somebody said to me that that obviously uh, we're in a hotel at the moment and and, you know this hotel would have been for years and decades paying water rates every business in the country pays a water rate you know every commercial entity pays water rates but if this, was being in, if this new taxation was being introduced to commercial businesses or to small and medium-sized enterprises, do you think that there would have be been more outrage, more politicizing, more people on the streets? You would have had more powerful people. You would have had... More middle class support, you know, the small businesses, the grocers, the yeah. dentists, the doctors. Whereas at the moment it does seem to be a working class. Yes, it's very good. Uh, So it was the
3: working class yeah. who are crippled with these things, and I do think that if it had been the way you suggest, that maybe um, more would have been done, because they seem the government seems to listen more to the wealthy in this country than they do to the. After all, I mean, I know it's been commonly said, it's been said over and over again at nauseam, the. The average everyday person didn't put this country into the condition it's in. So why should we try to bail it out? I know that I never lived through the tiger economy. I've been doing a master's and a PhD since 19... or sorry, since 2008. I'm in college, so I've been poor since 2008. I never saw... I never saw the tiger economy. I certainly never bought a second house. I never had... I, t- I never took out a loan I never bought a mobile home or went on foreign ho- I haven't been on a holiday since 1995 why should I pay for, to bail us out once more of a debt that bankers got us into and that, um, that certain people in, in, in Irish society got us into not the average poor person who, who has been poor for years you know enough is enough
0: Mary Honan thank you very very much for that.
3: thank you thank you <laughs>
0: Elizabeth Arden is a spokesperson for Irish Water. I interviewed her last week and we spoke first on her views on the need for a company like Irish Water.
4: I constantly remind myself of the need for Irish Water and the fact that we have so many communities and individuals and households very poorly served by water services and have been for such a long time. Um, where you have 20,000 people unable to drink their water in Rosscommon, for example, where we're leaking far too much of our water through our ancient network, where we have... Significant environmental compliance issues on the wastewater sites. So we've lots and lots of problems that Irish water has to address for people. So so it's challenging, is how it's about it.
0: Can I ask you a few, we're, we're a little bit off for time, so I'm going to ask you a few very straight questions, if you don't mind, and these aren't unprepared, and thank you very much, or you haven't seen these, they haven't been prepared, so thank you very much for, for trusting me. Is it going to go ahead? Are you actually going to With all the the public uh, annoyance and the public protests and people calling for, you know, I'll go to jail before I pay my water, and people calling for boycotts and calling for bans, are you confident that you're actually going to get people to pay?
4: Well, I think we have to because, um, as I said, we have um, such significant issues with our network purely because we haven't invested and haven't funded it properly. So the problems that you see in Roscommon on a daily basis will become far more widespread. And if we are to have a safe, clean, reliable resource, um, if we're to be able to trust our environment in terms of our coast and our rivers because of the wastewater we're putting into it then we need to have a better water service and we need to fund that so yes i i firmly believe that this is the right thing to do but i do accept and i understand where people's frustrations and concerns are but it has to be acknowledged that the government has made huge efforts to make the bills as affordable as possible they're 40 percent of what you would pay in the uk every household on the uh, household package gets an extra 100 euros for water charges Um, if you're a two-adult family, irrespective of the number of children you have, you'll be paying €70 Euros every quarter for all your water in and all your water out. Um, and when you're on a metre, you have an opportunity to reduce that even lower. So, um, so I do accept that it's a challenge for all of us, for every household in Ireland, and we're at the end of a long line of charges, uh, but we simply can't continue the way we are. Our water services are failing us, and we need to address that.
0: It cannot be addressed under normal taxation. People are saying that it is a double form, it's a, a double form of taxation. They're paying for this under their general standard taxation rates anyway. Now they've been asked to pay again to a, a, a direct charge to Irish Water.
4: Well, I suppose for 140 years we've been providing water services one way, and it hasn't worked Um, and I think in the communities where it has really failed they'll tell you quicker than anybody just how difficult it is to live without adequate water services Uh, Simply put, the Exchequer can no longer afford to fund water services so uh, the domestic customer is being asked to fund part of that Um, and, and, and the reason for that is to ensure that we get the water services that we need to address the needs of a modern economy to protect the health of people and to protect the integrity of our environment
0: now, perhaps this isn't a question for you, but I mean, is Irish water just a, a temporary stopgap solution until the, the whole ser- public water service is sold off?
4: Well, I think it's you have to point to the fact that last year the government passed legislation in the Oireachtas That prevented the sale of Irish water it's not a private company it's a wholly owned state entity wholly in state ownership Um, one of the only uh, wholly state owned entities that has legal protection preventing it from being sold so so that simply won't happen. Um, I think water services need to be maintained in public ownership I firmly believe that myself. I think it's a vital public service and I think we all need to play a part in funding it and managing it properly for for, for our good and for the to the next generation
0: Elizabeth Arden thank you very very much for that Pat O'Connor you're an activist with the anti austerity Alliance what's wrong with paying for water it is a commodity like electricity like gas like petrol you put in your car it is something that has to be delivered to your house has to be processed has to be pumped and should be paid for
5: and how is it paid for up to now is what you have to ask the question Um, Water has been uh, used, obviously, for a long time. And uh, taxes have been generated for a long time. And taxes should have been used to support the uh, water system. And at the beginning of the talks with the Troika, if you recall, uh, there was a huge number of cutbacks by local authorities uh, on local services. And uh, Troika came in and they said that there should be a tax on water. And it was something that was generated to actually pay off whatever so-called debt was there so what you have is a huge amount of tax being levied against those who can least afford it and, you know, uh, the Labour Party, I think kind of saw this as a wealth tax so, like, if you look at uh, a wealth tax and say the way they're collecting it is taking it off people's pensions, taking it off people's social welfare, etc that's no such a thing as a wealth tax it's just levied against a particular the, the majority of people, you know? To, to finance whatever debt was, was was developed by the bankers and by the bondholders, etc. You know? So it's part of the same old story. So so to say that water is a commodity, etc., that should be charged for, you could say the same for grass. You could say the same for divisions between people's uh, sorry between people's houses, etc. You could you could levy tax on anything.
0: But, but grass doesn't have to be pumped to people's houses, though. I mean, Irish Water would say, look, it, this needs to be paid for. The country needs this money to provide a service which has been let down, let, let 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 run.
5: So then, what you have to do is you have to ask yourself, how, uh, is, how, how are the revenues that are being generated to the USC, to the PRSI, to the tax system? What are they being used for? You have to look at the overall situation. You have to compare like with like. You could say also that there's a. That there's uh, uh, water uh, charges in the UK, water charges in Germany, but you can't just take that in isolation. You have to look at how the state is generating all sorts of revenues and see how they're using it, and then you look to where it's coming from, etc. You know, and water is something. Water is something that's necessary for life. You know, there's a whole load of there's a whole of documentation or um, studies, etc. And literature that kind of shows that water is something that should not be abused. And by levying is it, a charge on it, is, 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 is it the Irish water are abusing it you know and to generate and you know, to generate money for for people who have plenty already you know
0: Pat can I ask you since the Inception and the setting up of Irish Water, they have been dogged with a lot of bad publicity. Even in, in, in the papers this week, there was a, a junior minister's driver who was a former uh, director of, of um, who had to step down as a director of Irish Water when he took up a position with the junior minister. Did it get off to a very bad start?
5: Irish Water. Irish Water. Well, I don't know, like, I mean, I, I can't speak for Irish Water, obviously.
0: Would you have faith in the management of the company?
5: Well, I don't think it's a question whether you'd have faith or not in the management of the company. You know, it's a company that was created out of nothing. You know, it was a bit like uh, the seventh day God rested, etc. But they must have created Irish Water on the seventh day, you know. Because, I mean, what happened was, sorry, all of the, you know, all of the assets that were in the uh, control of the councils were given over to Irish Water, you know. Irish Water, like, say, for instance, the logo itself, which is a blue background with white writing, cost a ridiculous amount of money, you know. And when you look at the way money was willy-nilly spent, etc., you know, the consultants, the whole controversy about that, it did get off to a bad start. But it got off to a bad start because it was a bit like jobs for the boys again. It was like creating creating an institution like that was not necessary at all. Like.
0: Is this a silly question for you, but are you going to be paying your water charges?
5: Am I? I'm not, no.
0: If they take you to court?
5: Well, I, I was taken to court in the 80s as well for water charges, etc. And that campaign was successful. But I think that what should happen is that if people are taken to court, obviously the campaign should obviously take uh, an interest in how they're... You know, there should be something there in relation to how the campaign is unfurling. And we'll watch, like, it's important at this stage that people are opposed to it and they are, the vast majority of people are opposed to it that they don't actually support paying the water because if they do, it will be the beginning of a long list of items that the government will try and, will try and sanction in terms of taxation.
0: But obviously some people will pay for the they their water, they will. So does that not kind of, for example, break the strike...
5: Well, it depends on how the support is. It depends on how the campaign develops. You know what I mean. It depends on how strong the campaign is. It's all down to that. Like
0: Pat O'Connor of the Anti-Austerity Alliance. Thank you very, very much. Okay. Speaking in the Dáil on the 7th of October in reply to questions raised by Sinn Féin leader Gerry Adams TD in relation to bonus payments to Irish Water Management and staff on and Enda Kenny Said.
6: Now, no bonuses have been paid to anyone in Irish Water, and the chief executive will not be paid a bonus. Irish Water doesn't have a policy of pay increments and has a pay freeze until 2016. As I said to Deputy Martin, the regulator has instructed that they reduce their cost base by £170 or 8%, between here and 2016.
0: However, on Monday the 20th of October 2014, Irish media were reporting that senior staff at Irish Water and its parent company now called Ervia may earn annual bonus payments of up to 19% as part of their controversial reward scheme. Media reports state that higher ranking managerial levels such as business leaders and managers who earn a so-called need improvement rating may earn an additional 9% payment alongside their mid 90,000 euro salaries. This rises to 4% for professional or senior professional staff earning up to around €70,000. Antish was critical of what he referred to as the teething problems which Irish water had from the start and then went on to defend the charges saying that they were only what people living in rural areas had been paying for water for years.
6: I have to admit that there were uh, there were certainly teething problems here both in respect of the, uh, the perception of, of the cost spend on this uh, and the breakdown of that detail and the inability in many cases to communicate the message very clearly in the beginning. That's all changing. Government will continue to roll out proposals to make Irish Water a really uh, important fundamental uh, state entity held in public ownership to deal with the inadequate of the infrastructure we've had for water for very many years people in rural Ireland have been paying water charges for years for years many people pay privately for pumps for chemicals for for, for treatment for their own water supplies and those on on thousands of group water schemes have contributed every year for water and they never ask a question because they know it's important but you come along and you say oh you shouldn't have to pay for that, and you do that for, for particular political purposes particularly because you've got a couple of by-elections now what the government wants to do here is is to be fair and equitable and affordable, and the government of course recognise uh, that uh, any charge has to be an imposition on people, but this charge and this contribution is a necessary contribution uh, as as um, as we set out to develop a proper water infrastructure for the country.
0: And that's it for today's programme. My thanks to all those who contributed. I'm Ger Ledden and I'm back in two weeks' time with another edition of What Matters. I'm going to leave you with Shane McGowan, the Pogues and the aptly titled Dirty Old Town.
5: Um, but-